Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Scully? Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love you. You don't. Hello, I'm Tristan Riddell. And I'm the girl. And this is Nerd Nuptial. If this is your first time listening, we are a married couple looking at life through a nerdy lens. How are you? I'm tired, but good, because today um, I ran a 5K with a Wonder Woman theme. Yes, a Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that's what made it even more awesome than just running a 5K race. I mean, uh, we have a friend... um, and she is a listener of the show. Um, yeah, she's a big time listener, yes. big time supporter. She's actually been on uh, a few, like we long time ago, we did some video questions, like a nerdy question of the day, and yeah, Lauren was on yeah, some of those. Yeah. yeah, and she um she told me about this race that it was coming, and um when she saw it, she was like, "Well, I have to tell the girl." And um, I was very honored that she thought of me, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. It was all about like being a strong woman and all the things that Wonder Woman stands for. So it was super fun. There was tons of people, you know, dressed in yes. Wonder Woman garb. Well, or, they gave you a t-shirt that made you look like Wonder mm-hmm. Woman and stuff like that. But yeah, they also there was had a lot, a lot of, of fun merchandise. A lot of, <laughs> lot of blue pants and red tops. That's right. And, uh, and uh, bracelets and uh, tiaras, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Or, or not a tiara. Would it be a tiara? Kind of. I guess it would be a called. version of that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. A crown. <laughs> you know? Wonder Woman's, yeah. Wonder Woman's thing on her head. Tara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to see all those people celebrating yeah. together. And there that was, was like a lot half of the fun was watching all of the people's outfits, yeah. And there was one woman who was like dressed to the nines. Like she was wearing a legit Wonder yes. Woman costume. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I was very like impressed with the women who like actually ran in a Wonder Woman outfit because like that's that is commitment. <laughs> <I'm a> chafing. <laughs> yeah, that would be my fear. <laughs> so I was a uh, like obviously like you you started with Lauren without me and the baby. Mm-hmm. Like me and the baby were just like okay we'll meet you at the finish line. Yes. Now we were still in bed when uh, <laughs> when when I was yeah when, when we you were starting there and everything like that and so. I got up to go. I got the baby, put her in the car, go over there, and traffic's a nightmare because all the all the roads are blocked for the race. Right. Traffic is an absolute nightmare, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm just like, oh, if she started this time, you know, uh, the girl's average running pace, just gonna calculate this, and like, oh my gosh, she's <laughs> gonna be done soon. We gotta get there, and I'm wearing my Batman shirt. Of I'm course. Pu- I'm pushing pu- pushing uh, Ripley in the stroller. And as I'm running across a huge mall parking lot, I'm see I see two other dads 
with Batman shirts, one pushing a stroller, one like grabbing onto the hand of another of another kid, and we're all running towards the, the finish, finish line. line. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, we are all living the same story right now. <laughs> Because we're just like, we gotta, like I could just tell that everybody's just like, okay, we gotta get there for mommy. We gotta get there for mommy. <laughs> Otherwise, she's gonna be angry. Daddy's gonna be in trouble all day. <laughs> we didn't leave the house in time. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have seen that. That's hilarious. It was amazing. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm all wearing Batman shirts, including myself. Like that's hilarious. Yes. So you're all nerds as well, but. Maybe don't have the commitment to run a race yourself. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. At least not a Wonder Woman one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there were quite a few men there, though, too. It's true. Yeah, you got to yeah. support. Yeah, support absolutely. your sisters, mothers, and 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 wives, and all that kind That's of business. Right. Yeah. yeah, friends. Yeah, but it was just fun. Something fun to do, and like I I've really enjoyed recently doing races and. Um, probably the past year or whatnot and when i saw one that would be like a nerdy theme like of course i'm gonna do it oh yeah you love themed races i do i really do and also food-based races well yeah why wouldn't i hot chocolate and donuts <laughs> that's right because <laughs> if you're gonna race you like need to do it for a reason like i really wanted art my wonder woman medal like that was the big deal and that medal is freaking awesome it yes. spins yes like linda carter Exactly. So I don't know whether it's like maybe I I didn't like I didn't get those participation like trophies in in grade school. I never did anything like that. But I really enjoy a cool medal and like this one was like, well, I have to have that medal in my collection. Well, when I uh when I played uh baseball when I was a a kid, uh they didn't give out uh any ribbons for last place. So <laughs> Even back then, they didn't. I'm sure they no, do now. No, but, uh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, but no, no. They, they didn't make a trophy low enough to the ground <laughs> for my Aww. for my peanut league. <laughs> Maybe you should take up racing just to you know feel that thrill. Just to get some sort of recognition, uh, recognition yeah. for athletic uh, for ability. Just to try, yeah, because that's the beauty of it. It's like if you finish, then you you get something. Well, that would be a new experience for me. <laughs> My trophy case is quite bare. <laughs> but if you go to my Xbox achievements, well, ooh, I'm sure, yeah, yes. <laughs> those are through the roof, as it were. Um, we also did something cool. Um, I guess it was maybe two weekends ago. I don't know if it's last weekend or two yeah. weeks ago. I cannot remember, but we wanted to podcast about it and we wanted to podcast about it so bad, but couldn't. And what we did was we actually went to the Music Box, which is an old theater. Very old. In downtown Chicago. It's on the north side near Wrigleyville. And it's a, it's an old theater. And they play a lot of foreign films, a lot of silent films, a lot of indie films. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of festivals. Yeah. Some stuff that's unknown or stuff that's hard to get a print for. Mm -hmm. And so um, a friend of ours and also you know, host on the network, Mike Schindler, you should definitely check out all of his stuff. He has multiple shows on the network. Yeah. He's, he's very talented. He is actually in the theatrical business. Mm -hmm. He uh, he manages uh, some theaters and some. He, he works a lot with distribution. Uh, I, like I'm 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 phrasing it wrong, but he 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 works a lot with figuring out what movies go where, 
and and when and how often and everything right, like that. So like right. he, he knows the business and he knows a lot about theatrical distribution. And so he texted me, he said he's and he knows that we're huge Fincher <laughs> fans. Right. He said the music box is playing Fight Club in thirty five millimeter and since Disney bought Fox. They're not really that great on re-releasing stuff in theaters. Mm -hmm. So this might be your last chance to see to it. watch Fight Club in 35 millimeter in a theater. Yeah, and we were too young to go see Fight Club in the theaters. Right, and we were like 13, 14. Something yeah, like that. there's no way it would have been no. Um, I saw it, but not in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it later. Um, yeah, so we got to go downtown and do that with um, Chandler and his wife, and it was awesome. It was, it was so, much, so fun. much fun. Yeah, not only did we yeah. get to see it, we actually got to see it with yeah. Chandler and his wife. Yeah, it was so much two fun. Two lovely people. Yeah. And, uh, and um, it's a very old theater. but Very uncomfortable on the, on the behind. That's right, but so worth it because it was so much fun. First of all, we forgot how much we love that movie. Every it's single so time. great. Every single time it's I watch so it. It's so good. And also Five just stars. to see it also with a theater full of people who love it. Who want to be there for it. Who want to be there. Like no one was talking. No Everyone one was, on their was laughing at the sardonic like dark moments of the, the film which you know it has like a very weird sense of humor about itself. And I was just so much fun to watch it with like it was just like you could feel the vibe in the room was like we're with our people. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I think that's that's the appeal of something like the music box is because when you're there, you know that everybody wants to be there and mm -hmm. it's your kind of ilk. No one just kind of like walks in randomly off the street. Like no one's just like, oh, let's kill some time. Like they're not showing Avengers Endgame there. Right. They're not showing right. the incredible life of pets or secret life of pets two or whatever that's called you know they're not doing that right there. it's movies you seek out mm -hmm, absolutely and it's interesting because you've heard me complain constantly on this show and in life um <laughs> about my theatrical experience i was like i want my theatrical experience to be perfect i want a perfect screen i want perfect sound i want really comfy seats I want no one talking, no one on their phone, no nothing, no Basically nothing. no people. I want no people. Basically, I want to be home just with a big screen. Right. Um, but with the music box, the seats were incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, the organ on the left was in the way of the screen. The AC was not working. Yeah, our night yeah, was, so it not was working. And so it was super hot. And... The, like did I say the sound was weird? Like the sound was weird. A little bit, yeah. And the, the the print was scratchy as hell and it was perfect. It, it was. was a perfect experience yeah. for Fight Club. Absolutely. Because that is Fight Club. Yeah. It, it's dirty. It's grimy. It's it's, it's not so perfect. True. Yeah, it's really true. So like feeling a little bit uncomfortable during Fight Club, it's almost like, yeah, you need to feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it just, for some reason, like, it just clicked with me. And out of yeah. out of all people, I thought that, like, I would just be annoyed the entire way through. But it was the exact experience that you would want out of a 35-minute yeah, showing of definitely, Fight Club. Definitely. We, and it was one of those things where, like, we always have talked about going down to seeing and seeing different things down there just because of all the great work that they do mm -hmm. um, showing films that you, you can't get or, you know, or a printer or whatever. Um, and so the fact that we actually went down and did it this time, I was really proud of us because um, I feel like, you know, in life, sometimes you're just like, uh, it's, you get lazy, right? Mm -hmm. You're just like, eh, it's too much work. Like 
and it's really not that far for us, but it is because it's going downtown and we live in the suburbs and I know it sounds stupid, but it, it's like, okay, we got to get a sitter and, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's a night of it. Right. Um, but I'm really proud of us for doing something like that. It was really fun and we should do it more often too. We really should. And it kind of got me thinking and I, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk about the Disney buyout cause that's not, that's not what I'm going to ask you. Uh, but since Disney bought Fox and like Schindler brought it up, like, oh, Disney doesn't really like to re- re-release stuff that much in the theater. It got me thinking, you know, like, what is something that we missed? What's something because we either weren't born yet or were too young mm. or too lazy or too poor? You know, like, <laughs> what was it? When was it? You know, like that we missed in the theater that we, if given another shot, yeah, would jump on on that opportunity. Like, what would you like to see in the theaters where it's just because like you and I, we love watching movies at home Yeah. because no one's around, no one's talking, no one's chatting, no one's on their phone. The floors aren't sticky. We have a great TV. We have a good sound system. Mm -hmm. So it would take a lot to get us to the theater. Yeah, it's true. It took one of Fincher's best films. Yeah, I was going to say. To get us there. And it was interesting is that the music box, they were showing like um, previews of their upcoming films and like a lot of them were like a series of film. Like each night they would have like a different of the director or something like that. So I was kind of thinking about this and I was thinking like, I think I would really enjoy like if I saw this come to the music box, I would really enjoy going to like a Wes Anderson. Yeah. Um, like film festival like you kind of buy a ticket for each night would be a different movie or whatever and i think what the most appeal for me would be would be being surrounded by like a bunch of other wes anderson film nerds and like kind of experiencing it together Mm -hmm. um because i've seen some of them in theaters not that i but the one that comes to mind is the Royal Tenenbaums. Right, of course. Of course. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, man, like a, a, a Wes Anderson film festival. I don't know if I have enough scarves for that. I think we could work on it. I'm, I, just, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I totally do. I totally do. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, yeah, that would be interesting. I uh, That would be a lot of fun because especially his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to sound like a hipster. Uh, I'm already there. It's we're talking about Wes Anderson. Um, no, I'm talking like you know we've we've seen the 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 you know Moonrise Kingdom and mm-hmm. we've we've seen the um, um, Grand Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel and everything like that. We've seen the Phantasm is for Fox and Isle of Dogs, but we I did I wasn't really into Wes Anderson right. when Life Aquatic came out yeah when, you know, Rushmore came out mm-hmm. when uh, Royal Tenenbaums come those out, are the ones that like come that. to mind that yeah. I would have liked to have seen and uh, like you know when we go to the theater we always bring up like the fact that you know we want to spend our money on like things that we need to see on the big screen but I think this is one of those cases where it's not necessarily for the um you know, the visual spectacle of it. It's more like for the experience of watching it in a group of people. Cause that's what I really enjoyed about fight club was like you said, it like, you know, it was 35 millimeter, but it was scratched so bad, mm-hmm. but it, the most fun was watching it with people that really loved fight club too. So I think that would be really fun. Okay. That you're, you're hitting an aspect that I didn't really think about before where, like seeing it with a group of people because, you know, I don't like people. Right. You but, just said that you don't want to just watch it by yourself. But I did, you know, like we, we've we talked about before, like last uh, Halloween, when we saw Halloween, mm-hmm. the new one, 
Like that was half of the fun was everyone oh my gosh, coming yeah. together and and uh, and and you know jumping at the right moments and even even just a little bit of whispers like oh my god right you know stuff right. like that was fun to hear and and to and to be around and and so like my my picks the things that come to mind would be something that you would not want to sit in a theater for that long mm. like mine is like i want to see the 10 commandments on the big screen oh wow i want to see kingdom of heaven on the big screen the director's cut so like these are all like three and a half so epics almost. yeah i want to see yeah i want to see epics on the big screen i okay. want to see i want to be in a classy movie theater and i want them to be on film because i think like usually around passover you can get the ten commandments in a fathom event but it's going to be a, a crappy digital projection mm-hmm. uh, whatever you know like right, you i'll might wa- as well just, watch it, just watch it at home it's not so much the big screen it's not just the big screen that i want it's i want that film quality i want i want that i want light projected through okay. celluloid on a screen for an epic mm-hmm. that's what i want yeah, like i don't I that. necessarily need like the audience participation when i'm watching the ten commandments or okay. anything like that um so that's I'm a not me- really sure what kind of participation yeah, you have. Yeah, I'm not that quite long, sure. Like, so, you know, yeah. when the angel of death comes by, you're like, <gasps> you know, right. like or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so f- with that, I'm not quite sure. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, maybe if there was kind of like those those jump scares and everything like that, maybe like the alien films. You know, like mm-hmm. Alien, Aliens, Alien that Three, something fun. like that. Yeah, absolutely. But but the thing is though is that we've all seen those movies dozens of times so we're not going to like jump except maybe you you still jump to things even though you know they're hey, coming be nice <laughs> yes i do no that would be fun like seeing alien or aliens um like not not so much alien 3 but yeah like on the big screen like just to see it with people who like love it and it, mm-hmm. because it is such a classic um sci-fi yeah so that would be fun Trying to think if there's anything. Else. I don't have any desire to watch Ten Commandments on the big screen. I would never take you. That. <laughs> don't <laughs> Thank worry. Thank you. Good. Um, no, it's just because I think it's too long. Yeah. It's too long. I mean, Fight Club's only two hours and nineteen minutes, and I think when Tyler Durden revealed himself to the narrator, that's when my butt was just like, "Dude, you gotta move, <laughs> do something, go to the bathroom, just to get up and stretch your legs." <laughs> No, yeah, and it's funny because, I mean, we're used to watching, I mean, we watched Endgame, which is like three hours or something Yeah, but like we that. weren't in music box seats. It's true, seats. it's true, like in old seats. I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to have like crappy seats when you go see something re-released or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, I get that though. I think I agree with the Alien and Aliens one, but you can have the Ten Commandments by yourself. <laughs> there was, do you remember, like, do you remember having... Like a, do you remember a good theatrical experience? Like when you think, man, that was a good theatrical experience. What pops into your head besides like something that happened to us recently? Like, is there anything that pops in your head where you're just like, man, I'm so glad I saw that on the big screen? Um, I think Gravity. Yeah. Was yeah. one that I really enjoyed. Um, good choice. Just because it was, it was like it demanded to be seen. It's kind of built just yes. for the theater yeah like i i we we watched it not that long ago and it's still yeah. enjoyable on the but on the small it was screen. so much more impressive we saw that in imax too yeah in imax like I, and we saw it, so we saw it right mm-hmm. because we saw it in imax and you know it it was really impressive and it felt it felt 
that felt like a movie that was more of like an event. Like we're going to go see gravity because you have to see gravity in this way. Kind of like Dunkirk in 70 millimeter. Right. Right. And we did that too. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I will have to say that usually negative experiences kind of stick in your brain more, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I would say that one is the one that comes to mind when you say that. Two pop it in my head. Mm-hmm. And this first one that I'm going to mention didn't pop it in my head until you mentioned gravity. And that's Avatar. Mm. Like Avatar in 3D was built for IMAX in 3D. Like that was the entire oh, reason. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it jump-started you know, jump the, the 3D, the short-lived 3D right. um, fad that was going on. Well, and it was uh, designed yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah. And, and like James Cameron built that movie... He's like, watch this in IMAX mm-hmm. in 3D, and then you have the full Avatar experience. Right. Um, so, th- and I remember just being so utterly impressed by the visuals and the sound design. I think, I think that's what really pushed it over the edge for me was the sound design, where I was just, I was sitting there in in the IMAX and just hearing everything swirl around me. Mm-hmm. It just enveloped me like crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was so happy that we were able to do that. Yeah. I think the other thing, and this was also sound related too was Tron Legacy. I was so utterly happy to see that on the big screen so because funny. I am such a Tron fan and just Daft Punk's score <laughs> was so perfect so for that movie and I remember there was um there was a time when the music hit and they go into the game space and you like um it was just a it's just a moment and then you, they start going Rinsler, Rinsler, Rinsler. <laughs> and in that moment, my mom leans across in front of my dad and starts hitting me really hard in the shoulder because she's just like, Are you watching this? Are you seeing this? Like, That's funny. <laughs> because funny. she was just so jazzed. And yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And she knew that I would be too. And it was just one of those fun moments that yeah. only happens in the theater because you're mm-hmm. enveloped by the sight and the sound. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Is there anything else that comes to mind? That's that's really it. Like I wish I had some sort of I don't know, some sort of story of like some older you know, like some some older film where yeah. like I was like, Oh, I was watching uh, you know, the French New Wave and you know, I just <laughs> caught myself crying before even the first credit you know like i don't have anything like that it's really just like oh it was awesome because it was loud (laughs) i would love to have um like i've i've said this before on the show but my first experience watching star wars was when they were released in special edition in the theaters and it was such a big deal to me to go to the theater and watch like of course they existed right but like my parents were like you're not watching it until we see it on the big screen each year i keep forgetting so like i i even tried to like keep kids away from me for spoilers from each episode each movie and i was like no i don't want to know i don't want to know and um i would love to one day like that would be so cool if there was an opportunity like that ripley was old enough that if they w- did for some reason re-release them, mm. um, especially if they re-released them in like the 1970 versions, that would be fantastic. But um, to have that, I really enjoyed that theatrical experience of like, we're going to go see Star Wars and this is something special. Yeah. Like this is it a was, big deal. It was Ripley. a really big deal. So that comes to mind as well. 
I keep forgetting that you didn't see them until that I happened. I didn't. I knew it wasn't until the special editions came out, but I didn't know that it was like you do nothing about it until you saw them I at the didn't. theater. I didn't. I had no clue. Like, not even a little bit. So when you got to Empire. Oh, yeah. And Vader said, like, no, I'm your father. Yeah. Like, that was That was the first time that I knew that. That is beautiful. It was beautiful. Like, seriously, it was one of those things that I, my, I thank my parents for it because it it made it so special it really did and i think that that's kind of where if i am being honest with myself i think that's where i kind of like fell in love with cinema it was like just that anticipation right and like just feeling i was so engrossed in that world Mm -hmm. and even the amount of time that passed like it wasn't obviously as much time like because they had them and then they just kind of kept releasing them but um even waiting there was something beautiful about that Mm -hmm. That I had to wait to see, not as long as people did right, back in the right. day, but just even that little bit of waiting made it more special. I remember we were at a theater uh, as a family, and they had the posters up for the special editions, and that was when news was coming out that they were making the prequels. And I think was it one they came out once a month, like during the summer or something like I that. I can't or was remember. It, more? it was something like that. But like I remember, my mom saw the poster and she didn't recognize they were that they the older ones, and she's just like, "Wow, they're just gonna come out with them like that, Bing Bang Boom, like uh-huh. <laughs> like one each month. That doesn't make sense. That's funny." <laughs> and so I was like, "No, those are the old ones." She's like, "Oh, oh, no, whatever then." I yeah, um, my um, first time I watched it was on a crappy TV in the basement on VHS, you yeah. know, like four by three VHS. That was the first time I saw Star Wars. And it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. Like when I saw Star Wars, like my dad didn't make that big of a deal about it. Interesting. And honestly, I don't even remember if he was there for A New Hope. Like it was, there's a spider and I'm going to go kill it. I'm honestly surprised that you did just. Disp- kill that because i am the spider killer in our household you are the the spider killer in the household because actually like just man maybe we need do need to talk to the organ guy because just (laughs) yesterday you um you said hey there's a giant spider in the in the in the tub and i need you to see it to just in case we need to call the organ man and i was like no i'm good Cool. Yeah, I was like, cool. <laughs> okay, thank you. Like, I'm just gonna be. Thank you. I'm just right gonna here. go. T- I'm just gonna go talk to the spider because it's that big. <laughs> See if you can reason. Yeah, with I'll it. reason with it. <laughs> but cool. Just like I'm gonna stay right here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Damn it! Why are we getting spiders? You're not gonna be able to sleep tonight. No, probably not. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I, I, I think I remember, like, like I, like I was really young and Dad was at work. Mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I was just like, I want to watch. I just pulled it off the shelf. I was just like, this looks awesome. I want to watch this. Mm. And it was Star Wars, A New Hope. And she calls up. I think I remember this. Yeah, she was sitting on the stairs, and she, and she calls up Dad at work and says, like, can, can Tristan watch this? And I don't remember the outcome. Maybe he said no, like, wait for me, or maybe he said yes. I can't remember. Hmm. But I watched it that day. Okay. And... <sighs> You know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just need to watch these more. And so it wasn't like a big lead up where like like when we show Ripley Star Wars, it's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But with my dad, it wasn't. But then when he found out, he's like, oh, he really likes Star Wars. Right. Like 
it became a thing between the two of us. Sure, sure. Where we w- we would watch it together constantly. Yeah, I, was I like, get that. Oh, thank goodness. You yeah. Know, like, he's like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the attitude was like, this is a big deal, mm-hmm. and you need to see this. That was kind of the more the tone. Like, I wouldn't say that my family is like huge into Star Wars. It was more like I was huge into Star Wars. Like, I mean, not that like my brother didn't like it as well, but. It wasn't like my parents were like, Star Wars is the best thing in the whole world. It was more of like, we're, this is something that you need to see. Yeah. It, as like, a human being. They recognized that yeah. it was a cultural phenomenon. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like kind of and like the fact that you can see on the big screen, we're going to do this. That's something that I think is lost on some people, especially nerds and especially nerds online, where you can be a casual fan of Star Wars but still recognize its cultural impact yeah. on our society as well as in pop culture and literature and the zeitgeist and everything like that. But you don't have to, you know, like know every single line from the movie. Right. You don't have to, to know that C-3PO is a protocol droid. Right. You know, like you don't right. have to know all these little nitty gritty things in order to be a f- quote unquote fan. You can be like our parents who were like, oh yeah, I saw that in Kansas City in 1977. It was amazing. That's a, such a great movie. All right, let's go have dinner. Like they're not talking right. about how you know, you know, Boba Fett is not really a Mandalorian, but he wears Mandalorian armor. <laughs> right. Like my dad never had those conversations with me, but he's a huge Star Wars fan. Right, right. And, you know, it's just yeah. And I think like maybe fandoms, have, you know, people have found each other more, right? So, and then there's more of that like comparison of how big of a fan you are. Whereas, like, this type of stuff, I don't, I mean, maybe I com- I'm completely wrong, but it feels like maybe it was more niche. Like, you had to find that group of people that you could talk to. Like, and nerd is so much more of, like, an accepted yeah. idea now. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, I feel like maybe it wasn't, right, for a while, for a long time. So now it's more of, like, well, if you're a nerd, oh, cool, you're a nerd. Whereas before it was more of something maybe you hid. Yeah, yeah, I think it's quite possible. Yeah. Um, so should we kind of move on to Black Mirror season five? Sure. You think? Sure. All right. <laughs> so we're not the we're not like gigantic Black Mirror fans. No, and in fact, we I think a few episodes ago. Well, not just. It a was few, more yeah. than a few I episodes know, that, ago. That's just time for me. <laughs> I have a hard time with time. Um, a while ago. <laughs> yes, we decided to seek out like a list that told us like the go-to black mirror like the best of black mirror imdb's top 10 top ranked the top 10 highly ranked episodes Mm -hmm. and so we did a countdown Mm -hmm. from 10 to 1 yes and it was a lot of fun it was like we we were just like oh wow these are some really great episodes some were better than others of course some clicked with us more Mm -hmm. than others but overall they do stick in your head they stick in your head great concept series and everything like that and just Last week, mm-hmm. uh, you're listening to this on Monday. It was released on Wednesday, I think, something like that. Season five, which is just three episodes. Mm-hmm. Just three episodes. And um, whenever there's, like, Black Mirror is very popular online. And uh, it wasn't always a Netflix original. Oh, okay. Um, but some of the later seasons are. And some people are saying that, oh, ever since it went over to Netflix, it kind of lost its teeth. Mm, okay. And I think that's an interesting take. Uh Lee Hutchison, 
who is a friend of ours, also a uh, great host on the network. Check out his stuff, Filibuster and A24 Project. Uh, he hated this season. Really? He thought it was absolutely weak and everything really? like that. So okay. um, we're going to try not to spoil anything That's for hard, you. It's going to be hard. Hopefully, hopefully you've seen it. We'll we'll try not to spoil it, but we'll let you know if we if we kind of yeah, go into that, that territory. Yeah, that might happen. I don't yeah. know about that. Actually, yeah, actually, no. You need to talk about the concepts. You got to talk so... about the concepts, especially with that first one with striking vipers or viper striking whatever. Yeah. Camera. Like the concept. So is... should we say spoiler territory now? Yeah, I think we should. I think okay, we should. Okay, so if you haven't watched season five, um, then. Watch Go watch them, it and, and then, then listen to this portion. Yeah. I mean, we gave you 30 minutes worth of really good content, <laughs> even if you haven't seen Black Mirror. So, Speaking of, um, tell us a, a movie um, or maybe like a director that you'd like to see re-released or like have a film festival of their works or something like that. Yes, We absolutely. would love to know because it's probably something we haven't even thought of that we would want to see too. Yeah, let us know if there if there's something specifically in 35mm yeah. or if there's something involved in a festival that you'd like right. to see. Absolutely. Or maybe it could even be as, you know, like as big as like, oh, I'd want to see all the Star Treks in the theater or something mm-hmm. like that. Or or something is really niche like, oh, I really want to see Terrence Malick's Badlands in 35mm. Something like that. Right. Um, what you can do is go to thenerdparty.com slash contact select uh, Nerd Nuptial from the drop-down menu, fill out the form, it'll send us an email. And you can also find us on social. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the The show handle is at Join Nerd Party. You can find me personally on Twitter, at The Insane Robin. So, season five, spoiler territory. Here we go. The first one is called Striking Vipers. I think I'm... Viper striking. I don't no, have my notes in front of me. Vipers. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't, I was like, Viper, you're striking. Notes, that doesn't make you're sense. you're silly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like you don't have ever notes. have notes. <laughs> um, but it's starring Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Who also known as uh, Falcon mm-hmm. from Marvel, the MCU, and everything right, like that. Right. Right. And uh, he was good in this. He like, was. I was like. I haven't really seen him in much else. Yeah. So. I couldn't really judge him other than what he's done for Falcon, and so mm-hmm. like you know it's Marvel, you know, so it's not like you're doing anything heavy hitting no like we're big marvel people so it's not like right. we're trying to go you know is, we're not trying to talk down on it right but it's but maybe not seeing him like to be able to show off what he can do and right. acting wise right? right um so yeah it it was okay so we st- watched that one and i don't know about you but like that one was probably the most interesting to me 100 percent. like yeah. i was actually out of the three that was the one that really stuck with me. I was and like as we were watching it, I would turn to you every once in a while and go, "This is fascinating. <laughs> like this is really interesting." Yeah. Um. Speaking of Marvel, um, there's a character in there, and I cannot remember her name, but she's like one of the fighting characters, and yes. she's Mantis. She's yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, she's yeah. Mantis. So, so they have two Marvel go. characters. Yeah, there. I cannot remember her name, so I'm so sorry, but um. But she was in there too. But she like it's hard. You almost <laughs> don't recognize her because she's blonde in this. Yeah, it's like a blonde. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, she's a platinum. A platinum. Blonde yeah. In in Black Mirror, but you know, of course, Mantis. She has black hair. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, in this, like, obviously, since we're in spoiler territory, you've seen it, so I don't need to describe the plot to you. But it's you know, it takes place in a future where v- like VR. virtual reality mm-hmm. is indistinguishable from real life, and so they get into like this Mortal Kombat Tekken kind of. 
kind of battle where it's like it's on Xbox Live and like mm-hmm. they're playing from great distances, but they're connected to the internet. And so this guy is playing with his old roommate and who he hasn't seen for a long time. And they have and a history of playing this game together. Yeah. So yeah, but like previous versions. Right. And so they're not p- VR. <laughs> not VR. And so they get into it. And then all of a sudden, in like his roommate is playing a female character. He's playing a male character, and all of a sudden they uh, they they stop fighting and they have an awkward kiss, and you're just like, whoa, like what? Right. And you actually said, like uh, you're like, oh, saw that coming, and I go, what? Where? <laughs> How? I thought it was just two dudes who was gonna play a video game together. <laughs> like I le- I legit thought that this was gonna be about video game addiction hmm. because in like the pro kind of was well you, yeah kind of but like <laughs> in the prologue. It was, um, you show him, he just said, he said, he's like, okay, man, I can only play for like a little bit. And all of a sudden it's morning. Mm. Well, I just had a conversation with a coworker of mine last week where he used to have an Xbox, but then he got rid of it. He's like, he's like, no, I got a real issue. He's like, I, I am, I am very addicted to video games. Okay. And if I play, I could easily lose eight hours and not know it. And I'm like, whew. Wow. Jeez. I was like, yeah, that's a good thing you got rid of it. Like, you don't want to do that. Like, with me, no. I no. I, yeah. I, I love video games. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, I could I could easily waste eight hours, no problem. But if I... if, if You don't ever have that opportunity. I never have that opportunity. <laughs> if life is calling me, I can put down the controller right. and not think twice about it. Right. And so maybe that's why I was thinking. I, I like, I even thought to myself... I was like, oh man, it's 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 gonna be so great to see a, a morality tale about technology, about an addiction to video games instead of oh, addiction to porn, which is just so <laughs> tired. And that's totally what was it, it was analogous to, right? You know, like it was about like being addicted to sexual material and everything like that, right. which is fine, which is fine, right? But so in this Tekken like Mortal Kombat game, you have fully functioning genitalia and you can have sex with people virtually and i'm just like who i kept saying who designed this game like, how is this getting released <laughs> like a- allowing that to happen like on the side like oh you're playing the game but now you're not playing the game and, like how is this a yeah. feature <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> well people find features all the time right like through video games like oh well if you do this move then you can find this area right like or even game designers will put stuff like in easter there. eggs easter eggs this yeah. is a pretty blatant and obvious easter egg oh that's true that's <laughs> but true regardless this story you know he anthony mackie's a married man mm-hmm. and um there's his roommate who is male mm-hmm. and he is a heterosexual they're both heterosexual men mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden this opens up a window of virtual sex with the same sex but in opposite sex bodies mm-hmm. and it just it really just makes you think about the future and that's what that's what i really like about black mirror even if the episode is trash mm-hmm. a good black mirror episode even with a trash story will give you a concept that gets you talking with your friends and your family right and just going like what is that gonna be like Right. Like what it, like in the future are we going to have to deal with stuff like that because you know like it talked about you know what is it in the future when you have access to these things what does it mean Is it cheating? To, yeah, what does it mean to be right. is it infidelity? Is it heterosexual? Is it homosexual? Is it bisexual? Are you dealing with some sort of transgender issues because you're having sex in a different 
as a g- different gender than yourself you know like like right it's just all of these questions wrapped in but you're into not really having sex but you are having like yeah it's like it, it's answer like the more and i think that's the thing about black mirror it's like the more technology you have the more questions there are and the more gray area there is as far as like you know when it comes to fidelity and everything like that of like okay well if i do it in a video game does that count you mm-hmm. know, and is that cheating or is that just part of the game? I mean, obviously they were explaining in this one that that became a lot more of a relationship, right? Like they were talking and they had to, like they basically were like dropping everything so they could yeah, hang out. It moved from sex <laughs> right. into intimacy. Right, exactly. But yet they weren't willing to willing to accept that outside of the video game right in fact they even tried kissing outside of the video game and said that they felt nothing right but that's one thing that really i'm just like eh. um <laughs> because in the video game they show them like they're they they get done having sex and then like he like brushes his cheek they're like laying in each other's laps dude like this right is... if it was just about sex it's a little bit more than that right like, right you're in there like talking and like pillow talk, right? Yeah. So it's not just about that. It it, it felt deeper and like than just ga- sex, just to have sex, right? Yeah. Or the, to have sex in a different way and experience a different In a different thing. way, in a different location. Right. Like even the roommate said, he's like, it's not real. It's just, it's like, it's like porn. It's like porn. Like trying to downplay it. Like when Anthony Mackie said, I can't right. do this. It's not fair right. to my wife. I got to move on. We can't do this anymore. He's like, it's no big deal. It's just like porn. And he's like, you know, it's more than that. And it's right. just... It's just so fascinating. Yeah, because that's like an area that we don't know yet what that's going to look like. And the ramifications. Right, exactly. So it's just interesting to think about. And, it, you know, it's it, it's very Ray Bradbury-esque, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's always, you know, he was always writing about what the future would look like in it with technology and how that was going to influence us socially. And I don't our- remember Ray Bradbury getting this racy. Well, no, it wasn't this racy, <laughs> but it's just that concept of like, we've always been doing this, right? Like yeah. where we've, we're trying to imagine the future. And that's what I think is so interesting about black mirror is that you're trying to imagine a future and how you would deal with those situations and that technology. Would you have that technology? Um, or would you not even open that door? Yeah. You know, yeah. would you not even decide to do VR? Or is it VR just so, you know, like having a cell phone in your pocket that, well, what do you mean you don't have VR? Like, is it just like, no, everyone just has this now. So it's just very interesting. It was like that one episode, I think it's called The History of Your Life or something like that, where Everybody has memory implants. Yeah, the um, grain. Yeah, and yeah. You can I think just, about that too. You can play back your every single thing that you witnessed mm-hmm. your entire life. You can play back like it's on an Apple TV. Right. And even though I think the story was really weak, that concept is fascinating. That one sticks in my head probably the most. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a great storyline, but just the idea of that, um, and just like this, right? We're like it. it it feels all these concepts feel if not real realistic like oh i've got to figure out how i have to deal with that just slightly out of touch where mm-hmm. you're like that could happen like in the, yeah. so what will my decision be and so, I, I thought that i thought that was fascinating and 
I was kind of like that with with this one. Like I like the story of this one more than the story of your life or history of your life or something like that. Uh, I didn't think it was an A plus. I don't think it was a knockout of the park, but I I gave it four stars. Oh yeah, um, I think this one was definitely of season five. Of season five, this one was my favorite. Yeah. Um, just because it got me thinking and it was well acted and it was just very interesting. Now, what do you think about the ending? where the wife finds out because Anthony Mackie is like like uh he he kind of like, they end up fighting mm-hmm. like fit in real life and the, then the two guys the yeah two, the roommates and uh and so they get arrested and and so he has either either has to make up a really convincing lie or just be honest and say this is what happened mm-hmm. and so he does tell her and then all of a sudden they decide to have an open marriage where once a month, he can have crazy virtual reality sex with his old roommate. Yeah. Male roommate who is in a female body on the internet. And then she gets to go to bars and yeah. pick up Strange. So what did you think of that? Well, I think it's a very... uh That has a really deep question there. But um I think it... From a story standpoint, from a, story I'm not saying standpoint, from a moral standpoint or from your own standpoint, I was just kind of like, okay, I guess, I guess if that works, I guess, like you know, because they kind of show them in like, um, you know, they have a, a str- maybe a stronger relationship or whatever, like or at least back to where it needed to be or something mm-hmm. like that. I guess the thing again, it kind of asked the question like, okay, but she's physically out there and. You know, also, you know, I mean, not that reputation matters that much, but like she's out there like, you know, looking for guys and he's okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, you know, it works for some people, I guess, but and his, his whole relationship is on the Internet and not physical. Right. In the way. And totally secret. Right. Exactly. So it's just, I don't know. It was one of those things where you're like, I still don't know if that completely solves their problem but <laughs> i kind of feel the same way with like you bring up the physical aspect she's physically and actually doing that in the real world right he's doing it virtually i'm kind of like ooh, right no i don't know how i feel about that i would have liked to seen more damage oh at the end of this episode i would have liked to have seen seen that fight no no between the no, husband and wife not or? necessarily seen the fight i would have liked to have seen Anthony Mackie and his wife try to recover. Mm. I would have liked to see them damaged, but they have their second child. And I want to see them try to get over it. They're working on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not perfect. It's not where it was. But you see a glimmer of hope saying like, okay, we're working through it. Mm-hmm. We're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. And I want to see the roommate down spiral where he just keeps like looking and looking for another companion um he did including a polar bear <laughs> including a polar bear so i don't know about that one but you know what i'm saying like i would have liked to have seen him incredibly damaged because it, like anthony mackie had his wife mm-hmm. and he was able to kind of shut it down and like walk away from right. it for the most part but this guy really couldn't and they show that in the story that he was attached way harder right than anthony mackie right. so i would have liked to have seen that because or at least more honest because yeah. this these types of things 
damage people. They damage relationships. They damage you emotional. This kind of addiction, this kind of infidelity mm-hmm. is hard to recuperate from. Right, and right. I would have liked to have seen that as opposed to the whole weird, we're just going to do the open relationship thing once a month. You feel like it's a little bit... We we skipped a lot of details there, basically. Not so to... much skipped a lot of details. It's just I would have liked to have seen a different ending. Okay. Like that that's all that I really. All right. Want. That's just me. I'm sure that worked for some people, but yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, the smithereens. Smithereens. One? Yeah, this one I, I mean, it had some suspense to it, but it's a concept that doesn't nece- isn't necessarily um, completely you know novel or anything like that no. right it's it's more dealing with like a current issue yeah and they even said like mm-hmm. it was london 2019 right and i thought that was really interesting like, yeah like, i think that in itself is i did appreciate for black mirror the idea because it's a modern day telling with modern technology right right exactly so be warned right, right. like that, like these horrors <laughs> are happening today this mm-hmm. could happen today and does mm-hmm. and i thought that in itself was interesting, but you had 30 minutes worth of content in over an hour. Yeah, it, it felt very drawn out as far as the story standpoint. Um, I did infer- like seeing Topher Grace. Yes, um, any excuse to see Topher yeah, Grace Yeah, we, we love Topher, Topher Grace, um, other than in Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man 3, not so much. Um, yeah, I I think I, I enjoyed the idea of it being something that we currently have in our lives everyone's on their cell phone all the time mm-hmm. um people text and drive or check their twitter or check their facebook all the time while driving um they're not supposed to but mm-hmm. they do and it can lead to ramifications um which can be life-threatening um you know if not so it's one of those things where uh i think it was interesting to explore that issue but i felt like the the storyline was so drawn out that it was like you're dealing with one concept and it's not yes. it, it didn't tie complete like it didn't hold it together the whole time like that concept didn't make me i don't know it was engaged it, the whole time it felt less about technology and more just of a hostage situation yeah and yeah. I know that it like they use technology throughout it where it's just like, oh, well, you know, because right. like we're, we're because able he to has do a this. social account, we're able to listen in and uh, because of X, Y, and Z and everything like that. And we have this tech guy who is, you know, like off in the desert. It, it, it just, it wasn't enough weird technology for me. It wasn't yeah. a concept that was really worth talking about because I had zero sympathy for the gunman. I had zero sympathy for me the too. guy who who got who took a hostage because i'm just like yeah i'm sorry that you feel responsible for your fiance's death you are responsible for your fiance's death um but why you feel the need to contact the owner of the company is beyond me i still don't really understand it just because he wants them to know that his stuff is addicting and people die well i'm just like yeah well I find some personal responsibility. I mean, there's there's tons of things that distract you while you're driving. Like, oh my gosh, I freaking love McDonald's 
fries. They are the best McDonald's fries out there. <laughs> they make them so addicting. Like they just make them better and better every single year. And I want the founder of McDonald's to know that I dropped some on the floor. And when I went to pick one up because they were just so delicious, I killed my entire family. I just wanted you to hear my story. Go screw yourself. Who yeah. gives a crap? Yeah. I mean, again, it's, you know, it's the idea that it's misplaced. Right? Yeah. I mean, but and yet he did blame himself. So it just, again, it felt like so drawn out for to drive that concept home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I thought the most interesting thing was how everyone just kind of got back to life after. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, like the, like they, you check in their fees or it's like, oh, oh, that ended. I'm just going to go and play basketball right. now. And yeah. just showing how like news stories so quickly pass, right? That yeah. They just kind of are inner stream of consciousness like, oh, and now moving on. You're bleep on. Like, right. This is somebody's entire world, but it's just five right. seconds of our time. Right. If that. Right, which is, again, bleak. And such a cop-out at the end. So frustratingly a cop-out at the end where they don't reveal if somebody got shot or who got shot or what what that woman found when she opened up her her daughter's profile. It was like, like they didn't really tie any loose ends up. It was just... Like, okay. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's, it's not like Inception where it's just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder which is real. It's like, no, like no, this, it's you're just, just, we you did, didn't finish your story. Exactly. You just decided not to tell us. You finished five seconds early. Congratulations. Right. right. Yeah. I didn't like that one. Um, should we talk about the Miley Cyrus one? That's the first time is you've it, ever heard that on I the know, show. I know, right? Was uh, it Rachel, Jack, and, and Ashley, Ashley too? Okay. Yeah. This one was... It was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. But... You know, uh, I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I gave I Smithereens like three stars um, just because there was a few moments that I thought were really good. And I love, I love Topher Grace. I think Topher... Just for Topher Grace, I you pretty gave much it gave stars? it three stars just for Topher. Um, there you go. With this one, I gave two and a half because everyone... <laughs> I looked online and everyone was just like, oh, Miley Cyrus is surprisingly good in this. I'm like, is she? Is she really? Yeah. I, well, she's playing a girl who's a pop star. <laughs> Was there a lot of stretch there? Yeah. I I get so tired of the I'm a pop isn't star. Isn't she trying? <laughs> yeah. Isn't she trying her hardest? <laughs> I get so tired of the I'm a pop star. I live in a mansion, but I'm trapped creatively. I get, <laughs> so, I get so tired of that story. I'm exhausted with that story. I would story. love to be trapped creatively. I would love to be trapped creatively. <laughs> yes, please. Give me Throw me all the Give money. me the mansion. Give me the money. And I just have to just moan every once in a while like, oh, I can't write <laughs> ed- edgy songs anymore. I think it's just such a far concept from like the average person that it's it's again like it's it's removed from like daily life yeah. you know so it's like oh i'm so sorry you have everything you could possibly want <laughs> like i know we all have our prisons i get that yes we like we do no matter if you're you know very wealthy or very poor or very middle america or whatever you want to say like right whether you're happy or sad like we all have our own prisons i understand that mm-hmm. i get that i understand that money doesn't buy happiness but it really does buy security and <laughs> you know it's just like it's just if it like if they I think it's just a trope that we've seen too often. Yes. I think yes. more than like it being like, oh, poor you. 
it's just like we've all seen this done so many times. But then when they took it further, that's when it got interesting. Yeah. Like when she went into a coma. Yeah. When she was forced into a coma. That was interesting to me. And then they were just like, okay, we're going to do a digital copy of you. And again, that was fascinating. That, that's yeah. the interesting part. That should have happened way earlier in the story. Yes. And also you have this little robot that's an AI running around, but then it gets liberated because there's like a block on the AI where it's actually her consciousness put into this robot. And we've seen that in Black Mirror before right. several times. So it was not foreign to us. And so it, like I like that concept where it was easier to block her personality so that she could only use 4% of her intelligence instead of just rewriting her personality. Right. I, I love that concept. But the thing is, we should have had a liberated Ashley to way earlier in the story. Yes. Way earlier in the yes, story. Yes, it's very true. Yeah. Um, I thought that, again, once like Ashley 2 was like, what would you call that? Like liberated, liberated, liberated yeah. sure. Um, that was when it got interesting, mm-hmm. and that was, but that was like the last five minutes of the whole thing, like right? maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little, little bit, bit more, a little bit more than that. <laughs> Still, um, it took too long. It took too way too long to actually get interesting, because the first half at least was something we've seen over and over and over, over again. and over and over again, and so much mm-hmm. buildup. And I was, I think I, I described it as, I said I was like, I don't understand how this can be slow so slow and rushed at the same time yeah well they didn't spend their time wisely right perfect Mm -hmm. that's a perfect way to phrase it they didn't use their they didn't spend their time wisely and it's just like did you ever see the movie simone uh no it's an it's an al pacino movie i know what it is yeah it's an al pacino movie that no one's seen okay and i own it on dvd and (laughs) so this guy creates a computer program that can uh, be manipulated like you can like type in what you want it to do and then it's photorealistic you can plop it into a a, vid- a a film like green screen and like you have a perfect actress like it's a director's dream where you just tell this thing what to do or you act it out for them and then it, it interpolates it and then you you have this actress and this felt like Vox Lux with Natalie Portman smashed with Simone. Like, that's what this episode felt like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I guess um, it, it just, again, like, I thought the I would have loved to have explored how they were able to get her music out of her head more. Mm-hmm. Whereas they were like, oh, yeah, we can just take this. I totally have that button. I, I yeah. have that button and we can get this note. And, I, oh, see, that's a G. And, oh, that yeah, that's an A sharp. Like, no, no, no. Tell me how you're doing that a little bit more. Like, and I'm not, like, super into, like, the tech Like fake stuff. science. Yeah. <laughs> but we really just glanced over that. And that was the most interesting thing of the episode. So that was frustrating. Also, I I couldn't stop thinking, like you're doing all of this six months after she's she had her coma. Like, would the world be ready for that? Would the world not judge you harshly? That she's laying in a coma. She's laying in a coma and you're releasing this album that you've sucked out of her dreams. And then you're going to be selling a virtual version of her, a virtual holographic version of her, only six months. I'm like, even for today's fast-paced, give-me-whatever-I-want culture, 
and not caring about the person behind the media. That's still that seems a little like extreme. It seems a little extreme. And I know it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But for some reason, I kept thinking about that. No, I did, too, because I was thinking like, okay, they're explaining that this is what she would have wanted. But it it felt very like, you know, if it was something like, oh, well, we were able to get this and she did pass away. Um, and so you have this one last album that would have been way different than her still being in a coma. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was, was just, it was a little strange. It was, it was strange. And uh, one thing that I, I read and I totally didn't realize this when we were watching it was all the songs that Ashley sang were Nine Inch Nail songs, but like th- where the lyrics were tweaked to be happy. Oh, really? <laughs> like oh, that's it, funny. It was the same kind of beat and structure. But just it was all upbeat and oh, okay. with upbeat lyrics. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. And like Trent Reznor signed off on it. He's just said he's like, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's great. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that this season, from what I've seen of Black Mirror, is pretty weak compared. But it was fun to watch something new. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to go back and watch more Black Mirror. It did. It did. And um, it's just the thing about it, even with the crappy episodes of Black Mirror, it does make you have a conversation after and talk about, well, what if, you know, would you have an Ashley 2? Would you buy an Ashley 2 for your kid? You know, would you, um, you know, okay, we, we have social media, you know, like Smithereen. So how addicted are am i personally mm-hmm. that you know am i using my you know account in my car or whatever um you know i don't game so the striking vipers one didn't really resonate but i'm sure there will be technology one day that you have to make a choice whether you participate or not mm-hmm. and there are ways to abuse it or use it in a way that people find pleasurable right and you might decide to participate or you might decide like i don't know if i even want to go through discovering whether i like that or not yeah so it just very interesting conversations that you know with technology always progressing we will have to have conversations like that one day so it's always interesting to watch these episodes and that's the beauty of black mirror yeah all right. Well, I think that's uh, that's it. That's all that we have to say about season five of Black Mirror. What did you guys think? Yeah. About season five of Black Mirror, we already talked to you about how you can contact us. So all you need to do is go to the nerdparty.com and uh, check all of our backlogged episodes too. Go to the nerdparty.com/slash nerdnuptial. We got tons and tons of content for you to pay attention to and listen to and enjoy. And uh, we also have other shows. We got Star Wars shows, Star Trek shows, Harry Potter shows, Babylon Five shows. Doctor Who shows, we got film shows, retrospectives, everything. We, we got so many different things coming at you every single day of the week. There is something for everybody at thenerdparty.com. I love you. I know. Scully? Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love you. Lucky Land. 
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.